What's going on, everybody? This is Dan back again. Another episode of the Putting It Up podcast. I've got the usual co-hosts. I've got Lions and Jalen. Today we have a special guest. My best friend Jared is going to be on the podcast. Um, Jared is he's a funny guy when it comes to sports, so it's going to be nice to have him on, poke some fun at him. Uh, Jared, say what's up. Hey, how we doing, guys? Uh, Lions? Hey, how we doing? And Jalen. That's good. All right, guys, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, I want to talk about the bubble. We haven't talked about the bubble here on the podcast. So, basically, what have you guys been feeling about the bubble? What are your thoughts on the bubble so far? I'll start with Jalen. Go ahead. Dude, all right. <clears throat> I love it because um, I think out of all the sports, like, coming back, like, the NBA did the best job. Just like I love the fact that I could watch a Celtics game. And, I mean, they could be, a, like, in quotes, home team. And, I mean, you see their logo – on the floor i mean i i've been to i go to so many games so i can just I, I can even hear the same music when they're on offense you know the same chance and even defense like I, I just i think that's a cool little twist but um i mean the basketball has been um definitely the defense hasn't been there for all the teams but it's just it's good seeing these guys competing and to see you know people performing at high levels and stuff so i've enjoyed it so far for sure yeah, I kind of want to back what Jalen's saying with that, and especially in the progression of it, kind of watching the few games in the beginning with the scrimmages. At first, they didn't know exactly what they're going to do. We mainly just heard, like, sneakers squeaking. I wanted to hear uh, people talking smack on the court. But, but, yeah, it really feels like real games out there, even though we obviously don't have the fans in the crowd. But it feels like a real environment, fast-paced. They got the rust off. And like Jalen was saying, we see these uglies coming back. There's corona cases everywhere. I give the NFL, like, two weeks before it all chaotic uh the nba is doing really good and i love what i'm seeing it's just good to watch basketball again for sure jerry what about you um i think it's a real interesting twist definitely um i kind of like the tournament style they're uh going with it you know what i mean i think with the way they handled it and how the standings are you know with the eight games before to get the correct seedings i think that's uh a really good way to go about it yeah, no, I definitely. I'm just so happy to have basketball back, man. Like, I thought it's been I was, so long. Yeah, man. I thought I was, I was ready to hate it. I'll be honest with you. Like, I was excited to have basketball back, but I was ready to not actually enjoy the product of the bubble. But Jalen, when you mentioned about like the, having the home court, um, you know, the logos on the court or the uh, the effects around the around the court, and then the the stadium noise that they would pump in, like the songs or whatever. I think that's great. Um, I still would have liked for them to do something to reward the teams with the higher seed like i don't know what it would have been yeah but, but that's the thing yeah what would you say like that's the, the only I don't, thing i don't know like north right. ladder on their free throws or something like that's all i can think of. i guess because i mean like so i had the idea so before when they were talking about like remember they were talking about maybe possibly doing the one through 16 just one big playoff bracket yeah my thing yeah, would be like that if they were to do that no what i'm saying is to reward the, the higher seeds just after each round reseed that way, the higher seed gets to play oh. the lower seed. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like if, like if, uh, whatever seeds play after that first round, you would reseed them all. That way, the higher team always plays the lowest team in the bracket. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I thought would have been really cool. But obviously, them not going to the one through sixteen and just doing the traditional, you know, eight on the west, eight on the east. Um, I don't know what you would have been able to to give them. So. Uh, I don't. I mean, obviously, you play the whole regular season for that number. You know, the higher seeds to be reward home court. There's no home court, but 
everyone's adjusting. This is a whole. This is not normal. So I mean, I can't really be too angry. You know, I don't know. What, like you said, I don't know what they would have done. Um, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like right now, I mean, especially out west, you see, because I mean, it's gonna be a bloodbath out west. It always is, but it's like right now, what's the motivation for these teams? Like, I mean, one through seven is pretty much set. So it's like, yeah. really, who really cares about if I'm three or the, you know, because especially like three, I think three through seven are pretty. They're not too far apart, but it's like you're gonna have to play the Lakers or the Clippers sometime. Right. So it's like and it, and the home court doesn't matter. So it's not like I got to get to the four seed over the five seed because I get home court. You know what I mean? There's really no advantage of it. So I think what we're seeing a lot, though, is like teams like trying to play the matchup thing, though. Like I know like out east, Miami, Boston, Indiana and Philly are all kind of close. And I know Miami and Boston being the three and the four seed, respectively, they're looking at the matchups they could get. Like so, before Ben Simmons unfortunately went down, I was saying I hope Boston keeps that three seed, and I hope Philly keeps that six seed because I don't want to see. I'd rather see Indiana as a Heat fan than I would want to see Philly. You know what I mean? So in terms of the seeding, I think that's what teams are looking at now is you know the matchup rather than yeah, having yeah. home quarter, you know, being a lower seed. But I, yeah. I, how do you guys actually like the games? Like, what? How do the games feel? Does it feel normal? Like what are, you, what are you guys feeling about? I know you said it's hard right now because you know nobody's really trying as much because again you're not playing for anything except for the the bottom seeds. But I just want to say the 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 playing you know area in the eight the Western Conference with the seven eight nine ten eleven seeds has been unreal to watch. I don't know what you guys feel, but like I want to tune into every single Blazers, Suns, uh, Pelicans, whoever. I wanted to watch all those games because it, it feels like playoffs already. You know what I mean? It is. It is Everyone's trying to get in at that point, and maybe it's something they'll adapt into seasons going forward, just to try and give those teams a little bit of extra effort instead of trying to just tank all the time in this last 15, 20 games. Like you tune in, you're like every single game counts, but you normally would not see as much during the regular season. So, like Jen was saying, with less effort being given right now, we're definitely seeing more effort from those type of teams, and that makes it a lot more entertaining to watch. I mean, like Dame's playing forty eight minutes. Like the last few games, he's played like basically the whole game. He he had fifty one the other night. I know he missed two free throws against the Clippers, and that caused a whole, a whole bunch of <laughs> nonsense going on with him, Paul George, and Pat Bev. But they, play, I think they played. Was it a couple days ago? They played the Celtics. They were down twenty four. Yeah, Dame. They, they ended up losing the game, if I'm not mistaken. But Dame played the whole second half and was going off. It was. Just, it literally felt like a playoff game to me. So I, I'm. In, I am enjoying that. Phoenix too. Phoenix hasn't even lost. They came back from. Uh, they won today too. Yeah, they won yeah. like twenty of them. Yeah, they went crazy. So what's good with that? The Phoenix is six and zero in the bubble. So, Books yeah, an animal. If Phoenix, if Phoenix, um, actually, I don't think they play another game. But if Portland and San Antonio lose their next game, I think they get to play. They, they get that wild card spot, right? Well, we, the, the issue they is have they have to because I think I honestly think Memphis is going to slide out of it. Okay. With Jaron Jackson being hurt. Uh, you you yeah. don't think so? Well, no, I, they're, I they're agree with you on that. Seed. They're going to keep that eighth seed, but I don't think – I don't know. I can honestly see it'll be tough losing two in a row, but I can see them losing two in a row, especially if they match up with Portland. I don't think the Grizz would take a game in those two I think, games I think Portland. Portland's getting in regardless. Like who, I, don't, I think Dame is literally on a mission right now. The okay. way he's been playing, they're not losing anybody until they get to, you know until the playoffs actually start. All the it's they 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 have bets too who all know what it takes like to be in the playoffs like 
Definitely with Memphis when, you know, you got guys who it's just like, you know, they played a good three-fourths of a season, but you got this bubble, and it's like, all right, let's try to find that magic. Like, Portland's like, nah, every game is a playoff game. Right, and it's tough that, I mean, Memphis lost Jaron Jackson, which is a humongous loss. That's a huge loss. I can't say that. But even even when he was playing, too, I mean, they they lost a lot of games. No, you're right. But I think if, if if the Blazers get in, Am I wrong for saying they're probably the best eighth seed ever? I mean, the Kings did beat the Lakers. Uh, that's tough. Like, this team is not an eighth seed, man. <laughs> they no, should yeah, be. The rest are stacked. Yeah. I mean, and that's just like the conference, you know? You I see know. All these but... And you're like, all right, we have Steph and Clay coming back next year. Like, the, the West is insane. Some yeah. One of those teams is going to be out next year. It's crazy to think of it. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. A team is going to be out next year when the Warriors come back. Yeah, I think it's Utah. Utah, I got. I'm, I'm gonna talk about Utah later, man. Utah is just, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I just, I don't, I don't see it. But while we're on Utah struggling and, and all these other things, what do you, what would you guys say is the biggest surprise of the bubble? Jared, I'll have you start with this one. What, what's the biggest surprise of the bubble so far? For me, it's uh, seeing some superstars like just really outperform themselves um, or not. Like, LeBron's been kind of not, you know, super playoff LeBron when it comes to him, you know, like what we've seen. But then you see Anthony Davis, like, step up, and he's really showing that, you know, the Lakers have what it takes to be that first seed in the Do West. You know, he's been playing – he's been so inconsistent. Like, he had an eight-point game. He had, like, eight – yeah, eight points the last game they played. Yeah. He's, he's just, like, I think, you know, because LeBron just isn't there anymore. No, I get what you're saying. They're running the offense like, all the way through him. For the most part, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's their forward guy for scoring and just in the paint and everything. And they're gonna need they that, especially if they, if they match up with the Clippers at some point. They're gonna need that, but they need LeBron to be LeBron in order to get to even get there. Yeah, they obviously, need, they yeah. need LeBron because LeBron's not looking like Jerry. You said that's something surprising. That's surprising to me too. LeBron's playing super passive, super just like I don't know, man. It's just it, yeah, it, it's not him because like. Um, there was like one of those stats, like where he's like never scored less than like ten points. It's like, like nine hundred games or something. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And for him to do something like that, it's just like what the heck? Like you're on, you know, this is like your team. This is like a very good, you know, if you were to put in like you know ten percent more effort, you guys would be like blown by these teams. No. I think part of it's because they already got that one seed locked up. LeBron's not going to play like this in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. The thing yeah, about LeBron, know, all they're going to do is run. Brought in AD pick and rolls all day. That's all they're gonna do. Well, they need what they have to do is, and I I don't know if Vogel does understand this or if AD is just so damn stubborn. He never wants to play the five, but this team functions so much better when he plays the five. He's the big on the floor. Like that. That's what this team needs to in order to get to the finals. They need to play AD at the five. So what's their what's their what's their best five? You think their best five? I would say. I mean, I guess LeBron is the one or whatever. I, I guess he's not guarding point guards. Though. No, he's not guarding. But sorry, so the best five would probably be LeBron, KCP, Danny Green, Kuzma, and AD. Okay. So you got you got Danny Green on like a Dame or a Lou Williams. So probably probably KCP. Yeah. I would say KCP. KCP. He's a little quicker than than. Uh, but Danny Green, Dude, is- I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I see. I, I don't trust KCP. I'm not a fan. Really? Of, no, I would. I would put. Um, I'm not even saying this to like meme out, but I'd put Caruso there. Mm. But okay, mm. so that's fair though. I mean, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Or what about? Could you not say Jr.? Jr. is a three and D guy. He's done. He's been there before. He's won a championship before. Uh, Probably Caruso. We haven't seen anything. We've seen six games from him. You expect him to just to like put him in the starting five, like in a no, playoff I'm game? No, I'm saying the starting five. I'm, but I'm saying yeah. like. So okay, not, so, start, so, not starting five, ending five. Ending five, ending right? Five, so yeah, that so, yeah. okay, so that I guess that position is is kind of up to whatever whoever's hot. I guess Caruso, See, KCP. Though, I think they get Rondo back, and um, listen, I've watched a lot I mean, of Lakers games this season. Man, Rondo has not. Another guy. Rondo has not been a good play, for this season. A play, yo, we all know how Rondo is yeah, in the playoffs. Playoff Rondo. Like, it is was, that's the one exception. We haven't exactly. seen playoff Rondo in a while, though, man. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Remember what he did with AD? That was what Couple three years ago, four years ago, right? No, yeah. it was like two years ago. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I would have loved to see it, but he he's back in the bubble now, so he'll be coming back. But I'll tell you, there are some points in this season where he KCP was their third best player. Yeah, I just don't oh, trust him. KCP's streaky. That's the thing. I think KP's yeah. solid defensively. He's not great, but he's solid. But he, the thing though, KCP he, is streaky. That's what I'm saying. This team, this team might not be as good as we think they are. Waiters really? I don't know, man. Because Casey, yeah, cause you have, when he's when he's uh, on that, he doesn't miss from three. Been playing better than Danny Green though. Danny Green has not been playing well. No, he's been he's been playing. Bubble Danny Green is not a good player. Did you see that layup he took uh, a couple games ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's just he's just not he's just not he's stealing checks from the Lakers right now. He looked like much. Jared out there. Oh, oh, oh! I hit a backboard one every once in a while. All right. <laughs> all right, so Lions, what would you say is the biggest surprise of the bubble? I'm gonna go with more of a positive one on this one. I'm kind of looking at Michael Porter Jr. and I love what I'm seeing mm, from the guy. Yeah, like, we're finally getting that chance in Denver. He's getting that playing time. Like we look at Michael Porter Morris as slasher. We know he can shoot the ball, but he's been shooting the ball really well, putting up like 30 a game these past three games, grabbing boards, very versatile. Like if he finds, because I honestly think he should play over Will Barton, and I do like Will Barton, but MVJ just provides that versatility that Denver is lacking besides Jokic. If they find a lot of playing time for him in the playoffs, Denver might be able to do something. And by something, I mean make the second round. <laughs> he'd definitely help out that team for sure. And I love what I'm seeing from the kid. No, I mean, having him, Jokic, and Jamal Murray, that's a good, like, that's a triple solid threat, game. you know what I mean? Like, that's not. That's not. Yeah. I mean, Jokic is very overrated, obviously, but I mean, that's uh, not a bad triple threat to have because MPJ he's he's playing like like a go to guy on a playoff team right now. Jamal Murray that game against the uh, I think they were playing Utah, he looked like a closer. Jokic is good for three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, you know, he kind of disappears. So it's good to yeah, have somebody else like that. Nope. I know you guys don't like my hate for Jokic. Thing I'll say about Denver is none of those three you just listed are like vendors. That's true. Like They're yeah. all offensive-minded guys. Crazy because Denver still is like the second, third best defense. Yeah, they have one of the best like, defenses. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how, but team defense though. Martin, Torrey, Craig, like people like that, I guess are just yeah. doing it. And how much? I think that that Jamal Murray contracts. Uh, it's big. A it's big a max. It's like one eighty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. One eighty. I'm pretty sure they gave him buck eighty, if I'm not mistaken. It's crazy. It's crazy. Five it's either four one forty or five one one eighty. Uh, I think it's, right. a five. It's, it's a five. It's five one eighty. It's definitely one eighty. That's a lot of money to give a guy who's not that yeah. great. There's, yeah. I'm saying, there's a lot of guys getting paid. Like, I was, I was thinking about Jamal Murray's one. How did Tobias Harris get 180 million? Like, who is his stupid. agent? I hey need man, that you agent. Get a lot of weird people. 
and get those kind of contracts. They got Tobias and Al out there getting like over 300 mil. It's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, Al got 100 something million too, right? Imagine yeah. having $300 million of your cap, you know, tied to Al Horford and Tobias Harris. Guys, that will never make an all-star team again. Huh? That's will never make an all-star team again. No, absolutely not. not yeah. I don't think Tobias ever has. Tobias, yeah. He's not. Really I don't think he has either. I think he had that one really good year, but he was he was no, good. He was really good on LA last year. Yeah, he was. He That's was what good. I mean. I don't know, Jalen. What would you say? But yeah, he's one of those surprise. guys too that you know. Um, I'm gonna say Toronto. Toronto just they've been. I mean, they beat Milwaukee again today, and they've just been. So I think they're really the only loss they had was against Boston, but um. They've just they've they surprise me how well that every you know everyone who's on the court get a bucket and they're just they're confident in Laurie's I'm not a big Kyle Lowry guy but I mean every time I doubt the dude he just he shows me like he's still a top maybe not five point guard but I mean he's up there like you know he might, like, top ten. He's yeah. like, if he's not top five, he's like six or seven. You know but you're right. He's a guy you want on your team if you want to make a deep playoff run. Yes. Well, he's going to be big for him in the playoffs. Yeah. Right yeah and the thing is now is he just, he has, I feel like he has that little like, you know, thing like monkey off his back that he he wasn't able to produce all in his playoff career. And then he had that deep run last year and he went to championship. And now he's kind of just like, I have nothing else to prove. I can just go out and hoop. You know what I mean? Like, look no, at Braun after he won his first championship. Like, the next year, dude, he shot like 60%. Like, right. you know, you don't, you don't have that pressure. Like, like Kyle Lowry could legit do nothing the rest of his career. And he'd be a hero in Toronto. No, absolutely. So, and, um, the fact that Siakam is just he's reached that extra level and just I feel like even Van Van Fleet too, man. Like, yeah, Van Fleet's gonna be a huge piece. He's he's still stupidly underrated. Ever since he had that kid, he huge went off. He was garbage in the playoffs last year. He had a kid and then could not miss. So I don't do know. You guys, do you guys think he makes next year? Oh, he's getting next. He's getting a, he's getting a maximum in the next, and his career will be over. But he's getting good. Yeah. Uh, dude, I think someone gives him twenty plus mil. Oh no, someone's giving him close to thirty million. Thirty million. Someone's giving him close to thirty million. Oh, well, that's a thing though, because we just talked about Tobias Harris is getting over thirty million from Toronto. Bro, but damn, but damn not, not a lot of teams have cap space, and the cap's gonna drop. That's true this. too. That's true. Yes. Okay, so let me ask you this then: Do you think, whatever, like, let's say, because I think I think if you know for for the right price, I think he wants to stay in Toronto. That's kind of the vibe I get from him. You think I don't? I don't. I don't think Masai wants to pay him though. That's I, what I was think gonna Masai's ask. Looking at that Pat Riley plan, and he wants to grab Giannis. Yeah, I mean, mm. Giannis coming to Miami. Mm. Hey man, we'll see. Think about him and Siakam man on the wing. That would be. That would be. Can we scary. talk about him and Bam? Oh my god! Mm. Either one of those. Like, <laughs> as a public fan, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go against that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I feel like, like the thing about Toronto, though, is Toronto, I feel like, appeals to the Europeans, like, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like know, Europeans are like, as long as it's not the U.S., let's, let's get it. Let me yeah. tell you something. I think South Beach appeals to any man, woman, child, doesn't matter. So does Pat Riley. So does the Heat culture. So does Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Oh All those things appeals to anybody. I think I think Florida is the Florida of the universe. Giannis considers like he likes winning more, and the Toronto is a just a better franchise than 
Miami right now. Uh, wrong. In the present. In the present. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I agree with that. Okay, but let me ask you this. Let's let's say, for example, let's say hypothetically, right? Let's say in the conference finals this year, it's Milwaukee and Toronto, right? Yeah. And Toronto ends up beating them going back to the finals, which I don't think is out of the question at all. I think wow. that's very possible. Okay. You think Giannis would go to a team that beat him two years in a row and got to the finals? Oh, he still has another year in Milwaukee, so. Exactly. That wouldn't happen. I guess. You know what I'm saying? No, but I, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying like the respect factor. Like I think right now, like I think just the way Giannis has even talked about his defeat last year, I think feel like he has more respect about how they do things there than, you know, this little the culture that you know you and fucking Jimmy Butler talk about. Yeah, like, you better, you better <laughs> Or Pat Riley, like I don't, I, I don't think Giannis grew up like watching, like I don't think he he grew up a Pat Riley fan or something. Like he was in Greece just doing his thing. I don't know, man. If, if let me tell you something, if you put any superstar player in a room alone with Pat Riley, the possibilities are endless. Pat Riley is the best salesman in what basketball. Happened, what happened with uh, Gordon Hayward though? We stole him from you guys. I'm so happy that happened. God, I'd, be, I'd be so mad if Miami has a salary cap spot filled up on Gordon Hayward. Oh Holy cow. Goodness. Thank God that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, so going back to, you know, the biggest surprises in the bubble so far, what I just, I think, I know you guys mentioned like Toronto was a great surprise. I'm not even sure if it was a surprise. I think we all just sort of realized, damn, these guys are actually pretty good because they've been pretty good all season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think what's surprising me the most, honestly, and it's weird, is – not TJ Warren because he's a bum, but the Suns being six and zero right now. Yep. Like how how did the Suns like I didn't even think the Suns should have been invited to the bubble. Like when they when they listed the teams of who was you know who was going to get an invite to the bubble, I was like, why are the Suns and the Kings coming? Like why? There's no there's no need for the Suns to come. Now they're six and zero and they're looking. Devin Booker is looking really really good. That team is looking really really good. Did you want to see a shot uh, today? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He had a game winner against the Clippers too. Yep. He's on another level right now. Yeah, I mean he, he, he man, Paul George stays getting game winning shots shot over him. <laughs> Playoff P, man. Playoff P. No, but I think like who expected them to go six and zero? Ah, nobody. He okay. had such a small chance of even making the playoffs, and the fact that it's still realistic. So what does this do? Like, what does this do for Phoenix? I know they they probably won't make the bubble or, or the playoffs. They probably, you know, mathematically, it's, it's gonna be tough for them to make it. But you know, going six and zero and them coming to the bubble and showing, hey, we can compete with anybody. They beat some good teams, right? They're not, they're not like they beat some bums. They beat some good teams, and they went six and zero. So what does this do? Thunder, Pacers, Clippers, Mavs, good teams. That those are all playoff teams. That's a good thing too about this bubble is I mean, besides really Washington. Everyone is a good team. Like Besides even Washington. <laughs> but even Washington, I mean, I've seen them. They, they, Everyone on that team plays hard. Like, we're not, thank God, we don't have to watch teams like the Knicks or anything anymore. Like, oh, my God. Every team in this, oh. like, they're all good teams. I think that's that's a big reason of why we like it so much is because we don't have to deal yeah. with the, the Cavaliers or the Knicks. Or, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, everybody hey. knows Jared is a Cleveland Cavalier fan. Yeah, pray for my guy, Jared. <laughs> pray for Jared, part. man. Hey, we won a solid 13 games, I want to wow, say. That's, 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 that's being generous. 
So, but that's probably why the basketball looks so good is because we don't have to watch these bad teams. No, but all right. So my question is: is what does what does this bubble performance do for the 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 Suns? Like, does this do anything for them? Because I was under the impression that Booker was going to try to get up out of there. He, like after this, after you know another unsuccessful, I was thinking he's going to get up, try to get out of there. Does he try to stay in? Uh, like, for like four years extension, like last year. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know how many times we've seen guys sign contracts and then decide a year later they don't want to play there anymore. Yeah, but still, like it's different if you're Anthony Davis, who's a certified top three player, than if you're Booker, who's made one playoff team. Like, has he made the playoffs? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, one All Star, one All Star oh. game. That's on that. So he barely made that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so where did the Suns go? Because Dame got injured, or someone got injured. Yeah, it was Wasn't a replacement. He, like, yeah, yeah. it was a replacement. But so, what do the Suns do here? Are the Suns like, all right, let's let's. Let's take because they're playing well. Like their guys are meshing really, really well together. Like they're playing really good defense too. Like Booker coming in with those those shots, you know, late in the shot clock, just bailing them out sometimes is like that's not all that's happening right now. They're playing really good basketball. So where do they yeah. go? Do they try to compete? Do they try what like what what's Phoenix's next move? I think it depends on how these next two games because they still got two more games and they're only a half back of uh, Portland right now. So say they do end up in that position where they get the last spot, which I don't think they will, but if they do, even if they lose that, they're like, all right, we're right there. We can push. I think they're done with the tanking at that point. They realize, all right, Booker took that leap. We have something going. And especially Aiden's been He's been great too. Extremely good so far this year. And in the bubble, he's been really good. They have those two core pieces. They got a good team around them. They just kind of maybe bring in a couple of vets, try and see what they can do from there. I think I think they're done with the tank, and now as long as they keep booking eight in there, I think they're going to keep pushing and attempt to win. Man. That that conference is tough, but man, now they got to go for it. If they get some new jerseys, man, oh man, I think that's all they're missing. It's some nice looking jerseys because their jerseys are ugly. Yo, have you seen those blacks though? The yes. black ones, fresh. There was some. There was a mock up I saw the other day. I was like, wow. Phoenix could do something serious with these jerseys. I think if they get their jerseys, they could they could make a push next year. You think, Jared? I think they you know should push. You know, make the most of it because they've just been shooting crazy. Like Bridges and Johnson, they hit like Facts. nine, yeah. ten three pointers. Look like, at Jared coming in with the basketball knowledge, man. Hey. I'm so happy Jared's here, man. Dude, like I was watching that game, and you just don't think that stuff is gonna happen. And then you're just like, holy shit, they're up by 20 against like OKC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were this, down like, too. They were down in this game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really big comeback. Man, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think they have to they have to go all in because. I mean, they have no other choice. What are you going to do? You're already – you got Booker on this big contract. Are you going to tank again? What are you going to tank for? Like, Well, that's what I always you're, said. You're, I'm like, you're well, too what? far in the middle. You're, you're now you're in, the, you're in the worst spot. You're in the middle. So you can't go back. You have to go forward because you have to make your superstar ha- uh, happy. So you have – and knowing that too, but Booker's going to get better next year. Aiden's going to get better next year. You have to get vets around them. You got to – a. I think you have to upgrade the point guard position. Like Rubio, I think he can't be a starting point guard on a great team. I think he has to be your backup. I like that. Yeah, I agree. He's played played really well with the Suns team this year. He's had like his best season. Yeah, he has. But just the way the league is now, like you just, I feel like you need a guy like him off your bench. If you got Rubio as your backup, that's I think like him there would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, because you got. I think you're fine at the three because I think Bridges is going to grow. He's a good three. Kelly Uber is there too. Don't sleep on Kelly Uber. Like, 
But this that team has pieces. Like they have Aiden. I think Aaron Baines is actually as much as we like to poke fun at Aaron Baines. I think he's a real like. Imagine if Boston had Aaron Baines right now. I take Aaron Baines. You know what I'm saying? That that stretch five, who is a really good three point shooter, can also protect the paint. Like they have Phoenix has pieces. Now they they just kind of surround him with a couple of vets. Like Honestly, people. if I'm if I'm Phoenix, yeah. I trade every draft pick I have in this draft because you clearly can't draft. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like stop stop making draft picks. Just trade all your picks for vets. Like I'm not mad at that. I'm really not. Yeah, that that's what I would do if I'm them. And then I try to I try to do something with my cap space because I think they have to have cap space. They definitely do. Yeah, but who wants to go to Phoenix yeah. though? Like I think that's that's become such a big thing. In like the last decade, I guess maybe before it wasn't so much of a thing, but now it's all about the destination. Like players only go places they really want to be. You know I can't see the like, hard time for like, like sure. People like Phoenix though, in like a who because, likes Phoenix? No, 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 no. In a way that that all right, the weather like it's it's a warm weather and the it's a hot though. weather. It's hotter than Florida. Hot yeah, but still, it's better than Minnesota. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's and, better than Boston. The fact too that um that the uh the training staff has yes. always been a big like motivation for players to go there. You can look at guys like Grant Hill, like you know, they yes. turn players around. No, I love and I think having Monty Williams is I think Monty Williams is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Like I think having him finally hiring a good coach was a big thing for them. I think Phoenix is Phoenix is there. They're 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 right on the the cusp of be, becoming a playoff team. It'll be tough, obviously, in the West, but I think you're right. Surround them with a couple of vets, guys, a, te- a couple of guys who have done it before, who have won championships before, or, you know, made deep playoff runs to show Booker, you know, how to do it and show these other guys and lead them the correct way. I think the Suns, I don't think I ever thought I would say this, but I think the Suns actually have a pretty bright future. Yep. Yeah. All right, so the, the, those the Suns were my biggest surprise of the bubble. What is your what is the biggest disappointment in the bubble? Lions, I'm gonna start with you here. What's been the biggest disappointment so far in the bubble? That was a great time to bring it up. I gotta go with I gotta go with the Jazz, man. I, ever since they lost Bogdanovich, uh he I mean he brought in he was that second scoring option there, and I've watched a few of these jazz games in the bubble. They they look a bit discombobulated. They look like they're just not star heavy enough. They got Don who's you know, he's doing his thing, Don will be Don. Rudy, he's not, not gonna add star, anything on the offensive end. Not a star. Yeah, uh, no, Rudy, we don't, we don't, we don't really mess with Rudy around here. I'm not gonna lie. You know my. And they got some pieces around them, but they do not nearly have enough, and it's been shown here. They're like two and five in the bubble. Don't care who they play. Honestly, if the Suns and the Jazz played in the playoffs, I'd take <laughs> the Suns in seven. That's how I feel about the Jazz. They're, I think they're and missing they, Bogdanovich. Like, That's a big piece that they lost. That's the thing, like. I'd like, okay, they'd still be able to compete without them, but it really has been showing me. I'm like, wow, this is kind of disappointing to see. I don't even like the Jazz, but it's just seeing how bad they are. I'm like, we could have had someone else here, but you brought us the Jazz. <laughs> That's got to be it for me, man. That's fair. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. They have been such a disappointment. You're right. Every game I see, I'm like, oh, Lord, here goes the Jazz. Every team in the playoffs on the West side is good, or I'm excited to watch, except for the Jazz. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's Utah. I don't know. Utah's boring. Their jerseys suck, too. All right, Jerry, what about you? What's been the biggest disappointment for you so far in the bubble? I got to bring it back to the Lakers, man. I just really? – like they already got that first seat, and they just playing lame. I don't like to see that, you know. But you also get to see, you know, a lot of other players shine on that. You know, I love to see D. 
Dion Waiters doing Dion Waiters stuff, but <laughs> like I I don't know. Oh, to geez. me, like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. LeBron's going like twelve points. That's just lame. You know what I mean? No, I get it. They have they've been disappointed. I've been disappointed in watching them too. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. They've been disappointed in me too. Because they got they got some highlight players on there. You know what I mean? Like that that's a duo. That's a this that's, isn't that's, this isn't the Lakers we saw the regular season. Yeah, that's like somebody we were like, oh my god, if he gets AD, like, holy crap. And now it's just like they're probably not gonna get out. You know, like they might, you know, get beat by the Clippers and whatnot. Let me tell you something. If the, and I know this sounds so stupid, but if the Blazers get the eighth seed, that's yeah, going seven games. Who the hell is guarding Dame on that team? <laughs> Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's guarding Dame. Nobody's guarding CJ. They, they could throw guys at AD, though. They got some big bodies. Like, they they have fouls to give. That's what I'll say. That's what I'm saying. I've been they have Collins. They've got Nurkic. I mean... What? Even Actually, you know what? I forgot. They have us on white side. They have white side. No, hold on. They have white side. Nope, stop, stop, stop. I forgot. <laughs> they have us on white side. Forget I said anything about the Blazers doing anything. I forgot. Yeah, and this. I will say, Carmelo has always played good against LeBron. <laughs> True. But again, Hassan Whiteside is on that team. He's playing nice. This is not starting anymore. If he plays, man, he's just such a negative. Like, yeah. he might be like one of the worst players in basketball. Yeah, he's, he's very Am I nice. wrong for saying he might be one of the worst players in basketball? It's like him or Mario Hazonia. They're both on the. Dude, Hazonia is horrible. He's horrible. so bad. Yeah. What about Gary Trent, though? Gary Trent is. Trent's been balling, bro. Yeah. He's been shooting the light. Yeah. I love him, dude. So that's another, that's another, that's another perimeter guy that the Lakers are going to have to, you know, to, to keep an eye on. You know what I mean? Nobody's stopping Dame in that series. No. No. That, that series goes seven games, in my opinion. Okay. I'd go Lakers in five or six. I don't see seven. But really? I mean, it's a chance. It's a chance. I just well, I, I, feel like Ron, I feel like Ron and AD aren't going to risk it. It's going to turn up, be overpowered with their pick and roll, pick and pops, and Ron will find sh- shooters in the corners. But I the, think there'll be close games. I think the Lakers will just be able to. That, that's the thing, though. I don't know because, like you're saying, they do have Dame. They can't guard Dame, and Dame closes out games. I was gonna say it'll be it'll be close, and then Braun and AD would just close it out. But, but you got Dame on the other side there. The, the Blazers played them, played the Lakers really well all season. They beat them, I think, once, maybe twice. But every game they played was close. And that was without that was no Nurkic either. Blazers are healthy. Yeah, that's true. Nurkic is yeah, I really like the Blazers really well too. I'm telling you, they're the worst eighth seed ever if they make the eighth seed. Best you mean. I don't know, man. I, was, I, I can't think of another AFC that was the We Believe Warriors. They weren't better than this team. No, nah, they weren't. I don't know, man. All right, Jalen, what about you? What, what's the biggest surprise so far for you in the playoffs or in the bubble? The worst? Um, I'm saying Philly. Um, just the fact, I mean, so they were the – were they? Did they start off the fifth seed or six. the sixth? No, they were six. They were six. Okay, so I mean they're chasing Indiana, and I mean you lose your first game right off the bat to Indiana, um, and then I mean they barely beat the Spurs your next game, and then they beat the Wizards, who that's not even that's a G League team, um, and then I mean they <laughs> lost last night against the, the, to Portland. I mean I know Ben's hurt and stuff right now. Well, and B's hurt now yeah. too. Yeah, and beats it beats out with the ankle, but. It's just like even when I watch them play, man, like 
The only reason uh, I watched that Portland game last night, the only reason they were that was even a close game is because uh, Jay Rich just went off in yes. three. Like that's this their that's just that's their offense right now is just pass the ball around and shoot a lot of threes and hopefully they go in like Milton and Richardson. That's and then Tobias is inconsistent. Tobias could put in Tobias could act like Carmelo Anthony for a whole quarter, and then the next he looks like um like Jamari Hazonia. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so they're just so inconsistent, and the fact that that team has no heart, like. Dude, that's it for me. That's it right there. Yeah. They, these, have, these guys don't care about basketball. Like, I watch Embiid, dude, and I always have this conversation. I'm, I think we'll touch on it a little later on the podcast. It's like, guys I'd want to lead my team to a championship. Embiid, like, I always thought, man, I think he could be the best player on a championship team. But I just don't, I, I don't think he cares enough about basketball. Like, and I don't think Simmons does either. Like, I don't think either of these guys care too much. Simmons wants to be an Instagram model, and and B doesn't doesn't look like he, he just wants to eat hamburgers. Like, I don't think I don't see him like caring about. Now, I thought last year when they lost in the playoffs and he was crying, I was like, yes, this is it. This is the NBA I want to see. I want to see him hurt. I want to see him angry and upset that he lost. Come back next season, go for the MVP award, so whatever it is. You know what I mean? But it's just not there. It the, the drive and the hustle and the heart is just. Not there. And the thing is, too, is you can't even blame, like, the fit. Like, the whole first half of the season, you could say, oh, well, him and Horford don't even, like, the match. You know what I mean? Horford doesn't even, like, start anymore. So you can't even – and I watched their games, too, and Horford's playing nice. Like, Horford hit clutch shots last game. Mm -hmm. He plays decent defense. He moves – like, Horford's always been able to do those little things, but it just – it just doesn't – I mean, I I, I think their coach had – their coach has another – Week and a half. He should have been gone after last season. He should have been fired after last season. Can't. He should have been gone after last season. That so, him, Brett Brown, and the lack of heart is what why the Sixers are not. They should be right up there with Milwaukee in terms of the best teams in the East. Talent wise, they have the best starting five in the league. So why are but you can't you can't we can't keep saying fit because it's not like they fit horribly. I mean, they don't fit great. Oh, that's funny, the coach's though? job. That's the coach's job to figure that out. You know what's funny though? What were we saying about a particular team like that last year? What team are we saying that about? Boston. And who's who's on this team that was on that team last year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, come on, we're not doing that. Okay. Okay. I know he's average Al for a reason, but come on. All right, next question. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. So for in terms of a disappointment, my biggest disappointment, and it's, this this was sad for me because I really thought that New Orleans was going to play really well. My pick was the Pelicans to get into the um, the you know the little wild card playing tournament or whatever, but I thought they would go up against the Pelicans. And they have just been – have they won a game? They won. won. I know now they're, as today, they're, they're officially eliminated from playoffs, but like – Brandon Ingram didn't look very good. Lonzo has been atrocious. Lonzo's been terrible. He's been so bad. He's had stretches though that for a quarter straight he looks like KD. It it just it doesn't make sense. Like who Ingram? Yeah, no. Like if you watch him on the right quarter, he looks amazing. No, he's good, but like he's inconsistent. Zion, I know he's been putting up some good numbers. He's been bad. He looks looks out of shape. He looks tired. He's not playing defense. He does not. He's gotta get in shape. I don't know, man. 
That to me, that team, that's Tyler's. That Tyler's gonna be the coach next year. Really, Tyler's gonna, Tyler's gonna be their, their coach next year, and it's gonna work. Tyler's gonna be the coach. gonna take Lonzo's spot. It'll all work out. Did uh, did Brooklyn did Brooklyn hire a coach yet? No, I don't think that's so. That's why that's where I think he goes. Brooklyn. Tyler. The reason I like the reason I think he'll go to the. I mean, maybe Brooklyn is a good one, but. I, I like him on the Pelicans because the David Griffin connection with them in Cleveland. Um, and I think he's he has Zion and he's had, I mean, he had LeBron, right? That's the biggest star ever, basically, outside of maybe MJ. And he, he put LeBron in his place multiple times. And he was the right coach for a superstar to win. I think, I know Zion maybe doesn't have the same personality as LeBron, but I think that would be a great coach for him. He's not a superstar though, and we've never seen Tyloo develop anyone. So I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was yeah, like, I don't, I don't. I think, I think he'll be better. I mean, dude, he coached LeBron when LeBron was like 34. He already won two championships. You can't compare that to Zion, who's played 30 games. Yeah, but he knows what I'm saying is he knows how to handle star players, and I think that team is full I don't of even think Zion, Zion should not be considered a star right now. He's not, but I'm saying he'll he'll become a star. I, that's like that's the equivalent of saying like Lonzo was a star like two years ago. I mean, stop! No, stop! Lonzo but no, you know what I'm saying it's just hype. It's hype, bro. Like, uh, I, no, but we see, we see Zion is going to be a star. He has talent, but yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, but I don't like if I'm, I, I, I think, I think he's going to Brooklyn just because I think at that whole organization they've done so much for KD and Kyrie so far that they're just like, who do you want us to coach? And I think. I got Kai. That's the only guy Kyrie's ever got along with. So they didn't even get sure. along with him, though. <laughs> for wow. for at least half a season, <laughs> he didn't even really yeah. get along with him. Maybe a couple games. Dude, Katie and Kyrie are just too like. They're the worst pairing I think I've ever seen. Like they, their games fit so well, but dude, their personalities. I they're, it's going to be problems on the court. Though, if you think about it, if it if it works, if it goes ten out of ten. It's going to be beautiful basketball. Dude, no, of look. course it will. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. But it's I also crazy. thought I also thought Kyrie with that Celtics team is going to be beautiful basketball too, and he's just a nutcase, dude. <laughs> dude, he's literally I I cannot believe LeBron won a championship with that guy, and he played amazing that series that whole season. I just cannot believe that that team down three one was able to do that with Kyrie's nonsense, that dude. Game that game five when they both went off. Both are oh, yeah. yeah, I know you and Jared right now are getting like a boner, but like, <laughs> that it was amazing, man. Like the fact they just because yeah, I, I remember when when Boston got him, I went back and I watched those old Cleveland tapes. I mean, even that. Uh, how much? How, how, how? What did he do? How much points did he score against San Antonio? That one seven. Yeah, literally seven. Oh my god. Dude, that guy is one of the most. He's he's one of the ten most talented players in basketball. At talent, easily. I don't even. I don't even think. I think ten is even being disrespectful. It might be. Yeah. It, it might How be. Five. How five? It might be. It might be. But I'm just saying, like, dude, he's such a head case. Like, I don't. Like, I used to want him on the Heat. I'm so happy he's not in Miami, dude. So happy he's not in Boston. I'll tell you. And it's funny too, because remember you heard those. I think going into. Um, last year, you heard rumors like him and Jimmy wanted to play together in New York. They did. They Brooklyn. Yeah. They wanted to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So, I, always, I, I, I this I is know. such a complete side note, but I don't know if you guys ever saw the article about 
it was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be D'Angelo Russell and the offseason was going to give Durant a tour of Brooklyn. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, and it kind of disappeared. I don't think I saw that. No. Oh, Didn't man. they see him in New York? Like, wasn't he there? No, I'm going to – yeah, he, him and Durant – because Durant was going to start a show. And it was going to be going to tours of different cities. And the first one was going to be Brooklyn. And D'Angelo yeah. Russell was going to give him a tour of Brooklyn. And then like they, they nipped that in the butt. They were like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. I think Durant was going to Brooklyn the whole time. I'm going to find the link and send it to you guys. But that's, that's a complete side note. But anyway. Yeah, if they, if they, if they play you know, the way they play and they're, they can keep their heads on straight, that team will be really fun to watch. And, and Durant yeah, come back. There's so many what-ifs. For the NBA next year, like, I mean, Brooklyn just had to know, like, Brooklyn's going to be one of those teams. Watch out and for them. Watch out for them trading for Bradley Beal. It's a possibility. At least right now, though, they have an insane duo. But speaking of duos, actually, we're talking about, like, how that could work, how it could be terrible. It made me uh, think about this. Like, if you could, just looking at all the guys in the league, if you could create a duo, any two players in the league, what duo would you guys create? What would be the best? Best duo out of any players in basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Would work best together. Who would be the most successful? Your call. I don't know best together, but just two. I just randomly thought of <clears throat> that would be just fun. Would they kind of remind me of just like nineties basketball? Would be Westbrook in Embiid. They hate each other though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be weird. Like, I feel like game like the first practice they would get along right away. Maybe. That would be fun to watch, though. They, I think they would yeah, fit well together. Maybe. They would fit yeah. well together, I think. Yeah. This style, they would do. Westbrook's a dog, and then D doesn't care. Westbrook would get on his ass. and uh, It would never work, but it would be fun. That's for damn sure. Well, I, think, I think Embiid would – that's the one thing is, you know, what what guys who, who – who is Embiid played with who could respectively get on his ass and, like, he would actually respond well? J.J. Redick? Like, Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler. That worked really well. But he, he got along with Jimmy. He got along with Jimmy, man, a lot. And honestly, Philly would have – you could – They were a bounce away from going to the finals, dude. Come on. Philly, Philly – you could have said Philly would have made the made the finals last year if they would have had – they just didn't have a backup center. If you watch how Philly played when Embiid was off the court, dude, yes. they had um, Greg Monroe. Dude, Greg Monroe oh, was yeah, like minus 20. Dude, he's so they bad. No backup center. That's a fun one, actually. I, dude, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, Westbrook and Embiid. Yeah, that's. I like that a lot. Yeah, Jared, what about you? What do you have? Do you have one for like current players? Yeah, I would love to see Luca and Giannis. Stop. I would be. Mm. I, I, nah, I don't. Like I don't. We don't want to manifest that. Good, but for some awesome. reason, like I just think the chemistry between them two would be like unmatched. I think they're just like overall like kind of just goofy players. <laughs> but when it comes to like, you know, basketball, they, you know, wise up. But I think that's like a duo right now that's like feasible them too. Well, I mean, Dallas is one of the teams that is rumored to, you know, be going in, going all in for Giannis. Mm-hmm. Lions, what did you have for this one? Did you have one in mind? I did. I thought about this one for a little bit. So I, I kind of took a different approach. I thought from like just who who's going to give me a championship, but also I enjoy watching the two two together. Uh, I got Kawhi and Giannis. Seeing oh, the defense, those two would be yeah. insane. Then you got Giannis driving. He, Kawhi's not as ball dominant. You got Giannis who needs the ball in his hands. 
can drive, Kawhi can get a shot wherever he can on the floor, and just locking up the other team's best two players. Like, team would be insane and unstoppable. Like, I'd love to watch that type of team. No. All right, all right but, but here's a question though. All right, you're you're down, <clears throat> you're down two points with ten seconds left in Game Seven. What player are you running? Why? Uh, I'm running. What am I doing? Run a second fade with Kawhi. How? Wait. How much time do we have left? Ten seconds. Ten seconds. seconds. Either either Giannis gets a lane to the basket or Kawhi is open for three. I was gonna say I would put the ball in Giannis's hand and give him try to get him a lane to the basket. See, I don't because what if they foul Giannis and he has to shoot free throws? I mean, it's a smart strategy to be honest. It's possible, but if I'm looking for the best opportunity, I got to do the because I uh, maybe if Giannis feels like it's going to get fouled, kicks out the Kawhi and he's making that shot. I think the reason I thought this this duel would be really good is because, and me and Lions were talking about this a little bit right before we started the podcast, but. I think Giannis is the best player in basketball for the for, for the first forty six minutes of a basketball game. All right, Bill Simmons. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> he is the best player in basketball for the first forty six minutes of a game. And he, he needs a closer. And it's definitely not Milton. He's a glorified Kuzma. And then Kawhi Kawhi's a closer. A what? I I don't know. I think Kawhi could be a closer on that team. Exactly, Kawhi. I think Kawhi is a top three closer right now. You can't even deny it. Like, who are the exactly. three best closers in basketball? Perfectly. Who are the three best closers in basketball? Dame, LeBron, Kawhi, uh, and LeBron. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give. I'll give Braun there. Those are the three best closers in basketball. See, I want. I want to say Harden, but it nope. Might, nope, uh, nope. I haven't nope, really nope. seen it though. Braun will be out of there soon, though, and it's going to be Tatum in there. Let me tell you. Yeah. Speaking of Tatum, that was that. I had two. Well, I you stole the, my you know duo was gonna be Kawhi and uh, Giannis, but I had two other ones I kept thinking of, and it was Tatum and Dame. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I would I would love that. Oh my god, that would just be so much fun to watch. Like they would just be so much fun to watch together. But the real one that I was gonna do was gonna be um, Giannis and Dame. That'd be good. Mm. Like, come on, dude. You put Giannis really and Dame good. together, especially in Heat jerseys. Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we'll skip that last part. That's an insane <laughs> yeah. No, but, dude, Giannis and Dame together, think about that pick and roll. And that then if, 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 if Dame's defender sags off and tries to, you know, drop, that's, that's a three for Dame every single time. Yep. We just talk about how Dame is legit getting trapped almost every possession now. Like, yeah. Yeah. great as he gets to half court. That's the thing. If that happens in the Lakers series, I'm, j- I'm just going back to that one Pelican series where he got locked up by Drew. They kept trapping Dame. They lost. They got swept that yeah, series. Yeah, but he knows how to do it now. Because, like, you got to think. If, if Steph Curry never existed, Dame Miller would be probably one of the greatest shooters ever. Right? Because he pulls up from f- – soon. like, him and Steph, when they get past half court – those are the two guys you're gonna you're looking at. As soon as they pass off court, they could pull up from anywhere. So the fact that they're trapping Dame, but he's still finding ways. He had 51 last night. He had like 40 something the night before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like three, four years ago when they played the Pelicans, that's a different Damian Lillard than Damian Lillard we're seeing today. That's fair. Like it's 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 he's man, he is he's so good. I love Damian Lillard. But yeah, him and Giannis together, man, that would be fun. I kind of wanted to flip the script on this too, just quickly go over this. I, I kind of wanted to see the opposite spectrum. Two people you wouldn't want to see. 
two stars like you think would just be terrible together. Ben Simmons <laughs> and Joel Embiid. Mm. Two stars. I would I would say Ben Simmons and LeBron. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's horrible basketball. Yeah. Man, that would be – that. they're the same player. Like, they do the same things. They are. Man, two players I wouldn't want to see. Oh, man. Um, Lions, who did you have? Did you have one? Yeah, I had one in mind. So, mine was uh, Giannis and Harden. <laughs> yeah. That would be, be ugly, man. Like you think Westbrook and Harden being too ball dominant? It's would actually going it this year. You have actually, Giannis and Harden. Would it though? Would it be that bad? Think, think about think about how good of a defender Giannis. I mean, he's already, I mean, consideration for defense player of the year. But think about if Harden dominated the ball like that, and Giannis is just like guarding one through five. Dude, that it might, not be, it might not be the worst duo. It's just one I don't want to see together. Dude, the pick and roll would be deadly. It's the same thing with Dame. Like Yarden, I mean Yarden, Harden and Capella's pick and roll was deadly. Imagine, Imagine switching Clint Capella five. to Giannis. Five. Yeah, I guess. The no, like I said, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be the worst duo. It could work out. It's just I'd I'd watch I'd see them together. Like, and you could uh, tell they don't like each other. They don't yeah. like each. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, bro, the worst and, duo and that I could like, like came into that. Like, yeah, those two hate each other. The worst duel I can honestly think of is Embiid and Simmons. Is that bad? Ah, uh, <laughs> it's not. Like they really I'm don't play like, well together. No, no, yeah, I agree with that. Like they just cannot be on the court at the same time. When one of them is off the court, the other one is so much better. Yeah, for real. Yeah. My mine was gonna be like Westbrook and Embiid. Like I Thomas just think the jail and I like it. Like I just couldn't uh, see them. Like. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, that there is some other do. I just I think the potential for them, man, if you have a team with Embiid and Westbrook, I think that team could be so fun. Like See, one of those, here's the like, thing though. I don't think I'm not sure that either one of those two players can be the best player on a championship team. And that kind of leads me to my next question is like well, how I'm many t- guys in the game today can be the best player on a championship team? I don't think either of those two can be. No. Jalen, who would you Jalen, who would you say in the league right now? Can be a can be the best player on a championship team. Name those guys. Uh, Embiid. You you, th- you say Embiid could? I think Embiid can. Um, Embiid, Giannis, uh, KD, Braun, um, Kawhi, um, Harden. Uh, is it too early to say Luca? I think so. Yeah. I think he's there next year or not this year. I think he's gonna be he's obvious I think he will get there, but I think it's right now it's too it's too early to say. Um and then that that uh see I wanna say Davis, but nah. it's nope. like look at his past, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I was having and this kinda of, this is kinda of where I wanted to go with this, is because I had a buddy of mine tell me that he thinks Anthony Davis could be the best player in the championship championship team. I just don't see it. Like I know the three of us. I mean, Jared wasn't included. In I think Anthony Davis could be the best player on championship team fifteen years ago on today's NBA. 
Yep. I just don't. See, I mean, we've we've seen. But that's the crazy the thing too, though. If you think about it, Lions, like, all right, AD is what a top. Like, what would you rank AD? Probably top five. Mm. It's probably top five, but definitely top. Top five. five. So that means he can only top win a championship if he plays with like LeBron, Giannis, or someone like that. But that is that what we're saying? So that's why I guess I'd have to say AD. I don't think he can. No, I don't. I don't think he can be. He reminds me. Him and Embiid are very similar. I think those are the two best bigs in the league. It's just I think is it the game today? Can yes. you win? Can you win a championship with the big as your best player? Have to have an insane team around you, a really well meshed team. But I don't think you can. I think Dirk's going to be at the last example of that for a while oh, until really we see the next big thing. But was Dirk? Dirk was a traditional big though. I mean. Well, what yeah, are you talking about? You want a post player? He's seven feet tall. You want a post player? Is that what you're saying? That's kind of that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, AD is most dominant where? On the block. Honestly, I mean, but still, he he can he. Honestly, I don't think so because I feel like when I think of AD, I think of a face up player. I think of him getting the ball, facing up, jab stepping, and making a move. Yeah, he might go to the post or he might drive, but I don't really consider him of you know just passing the ball in the post even if you give him the ball in the post i don't i don't think of him as Embiid and kind of you know hitting you twice hitting you with the move i think of him getting the ball in the post and then him facing you facing up facing up yeah exactly and then maybe mid-range jab step mid-range or just driving like okay how do you look at Embiid? i think Embiid Embiid is more like i think he's like i'd say 75 percent uh post up he also does have that that face, like like he'll, he'll he'll like he'll he'll get you like he'll face you up, and also he'll he'll stay outside. But um, the one thing about them too is like they're both insane on defense when they're locked in. So yeah. let's not just talk about offense. Like if you got a big guy who can play defense like them, that's. But the qu- oh. my question is like let's let's put it into all right. So let's just look at today's NBA right now, right? Can do you think if Anthony Davis is your best player? You come in the championship? I do, do because look at – even look at when – I mean, he's been hurt a lot, but even look at – I mean, last year doesn't count just because he brought that team to hell. But the year before that, I mean, they swept Portland, and then they lost to uh, Golden State, who – I mean, that was the – was that the 17th yeah. year? I want to yeah. say, yeah. So, I mean, it's – and they were still a good team, and they, they didn't even have Boogie. Like, they, they lost their second-best player, so – just put if, that into perspective. Like, the Lakers, they didn't have the Lakers come win it this year? Yeah, but LeBron's going to have to be their best player. That's, That's my point. If the Lakers, I don't think the Lakers Davis, this year. Davis, Davis is so good. Dave, they could win the championship, and Davis could be finals MVP. So if they can't so, win it with LeBron, then so he can't be the best. Here's the thing. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because if I – Let's just say, let's just say hypothetically, the Lakers were in the East, right? And the Lakers and Clippers. Let's just say that was the finals. Yeah. I think if the Lakers would win, it'd be because Anthony Davis was too like dominant. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it, for my, basically, my example is: let's say the Lakers win the championship this year. To go through the Western Conference Finals, they're gonna have to play most likely the Clippers. In order for them to beat the Clippers, it's gotta be Anthony Davis. Yeah. But come hey, to you're the finals, you're going to George on Braun at all times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anthony Davis is going to tear them apart. He's going to eat him up. I'm not sure that they'll beat the Clippers, but I'm saying if they did, right, it'll be because Anthony Davis was an absolute monster. Yep. Then you exactly. put bring him to the finals, though. 
is it the same thing? Because I don't think so. I think in order for them to beat the Bucks, let's say they beat the let's say they meet the Bucks, I think it would have to be because of LeBron. So who's uh, if you're, you're Boonholzer, you're putting Giannis on Bron or AD? Because I put him on AD. I'm putting him on LeBron. I think I think Brook Lopez can do a decent decent enough job. Brook Lopez, Robin Lopez, they've got some bigs to throw to throw at AD. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I don't want I don't want Middleton on Bron actually. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Middleton on Bron, holy cow. I was thinking of like how good Giannis was on the interior, but like dude can absolutely lock up on the perimeter too. So yeah, definitely. Jared, let me ask you. Let me switch. Jared, who do you think in the league can be the best player on a championship team? Name those guys you think that can be the best player on a championship team. By themselves, right? I mean, obviously not by themselves, but like, like, yeah, like, okay, uh, probably Dame, yeah, Kawhi, Giannis, Embiid. So we're really Man. seeing a Dame, dude. So who who would you let? Let's see. Let's say Portland could switch it's out. Dame. It's DJ Dame. Who do you think it'd be? So like that would make them a contender. I mean, Hassan I, for I, I, I love Dame too, but it's like give me like switch CJ out with a legitimate number two. Who do you think would make them a contender? I think CJ can be a legitimate number two. That's no, what I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think Dame is more likely to be uh, – or win a championship being the best on his team than Harden. I agree. Really? I agree. Dude, Dame Dame has it in. Dame's, Dame's the one, dude. He's that guy. He's Dame a, rises in the playoffs, Harden crumbles. He is a dog. He's, he is – I think, I think Harden is going to shut up a lot of people this year, dude. I think this is kind of different. Like, it's a different guy. Harden sucks, dude. Harden looks amazing in right now. Amazing. No, he's he's good. But, I mean, I, I, I just think Dame is – Dame has to be – can be the best player on a championship team. Houston's yeah. my dark horse, man. Houston's my dark horse this year. Me too. Okay, uh, uh, real quick, I'm going to – Just so everyone knows, uh, it was a tie game at 121. Yeah, Kuzma yeah, just hit LA, a game winner. Just hit a three, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just want to talk about that real quick. Uh, so Blazers – I mean, it's not Blazers. Lakers, Denver were tied 121-121 with about four seconds to go. And they ran a play. LeBron was the inbound passer to the post Anthony Davis. And then Kuzma came off and hit a three. Off the That's screen. the play that they ran. I mean, it worked. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, it worked. But, but Yo, I mean, who was on the court? Was that uh, Dion Waiters? No, Dion Waiters wasn't on the court. It was LeBron, it Kuzma, AD. Look, uh, Dion Waiters got a jersey on right now. He's on the court. Maybe. So that's their closing five. Yeah, it was wa- it was Waiters, Danny Green, LeBron, Davis, Co- yeah. and uh, Kuzma. Is that closing five winning a championship? Uh, I think so. Uh, Jared, I think you, so. Jared, you said yeah. Yeah. I I, I just think LeBron's going to turn it on. Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna see what we have been seeing in the playoffs for the past couple of years. I don't see I don't see this team being the Clippers four times. Either, dude. I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. I don't we really got to see like a game one. You know. I don't get, know, like, man. A feel for it, I don't. But I could see if. If LeBron wants this, you know what I mean? He's a crazy man. You think this is LeBron's last best <laughs> chance to win a championship? Yes, that's what I'm saying. 
So would, would you seriously like whoa, whoa, whoa. I think he wants another ring, so he's just gonna be like you know what I mean? Like because you'll just watch it and like I think they he, won't like follow him or his direction and he'll just shut off, but I think he's gonna have to step up. Hundred percent. Alright, I wanna close it out with this. After watching and I can't we kinda of touched on it. After watching the bubble, you know, the first eight games or heading into the playoffs, who do you see coming out of the West and the East? Jalen, I'll start with you. Uh, um, nah, 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 nah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go third to last. I don't want to go first. Okay, Lions, go ahead. Go first. It's the same teams I had at the beginning of the year that I think no matter what happens, it's going to be these two teams just because of how they're – how they are. It's the Bucks and Clippers. Bucks got the like I can see the Lakers or Rockets getting there. I can see the Raptors getting there. But honestly, I think the Bucks got too much depth and an ultimate star and that's what you need. If Toronto had that star star, I love Siakam, but if they had that absolute star, they'd have a very, very good chance of making it. I'd say like Bucks and six against them, maybe seven. On the other side of the ball, you got Clippers, which to me what puts them over the edge over the Lakers and the Rockets is their depth, and specifically their scoring off the bench. Like, when you have Lou Will and Harrell coming into the game to provide that much-need scoring, because defense is going to be at a whole other level when it comes to the playoffs, especially Western Conference Finals. You need that type of bench scoring uh, to be able to have a good shot at it, especially if Kawhi or PG's having an off night. Now, if LeBron or AD's having an off night, you're probably not going to get that same type of thing. And with the Bucks, like, they got too much scoring around them. They got really insane defense, and I love – who knows there as a coach? So for me, it's got to be those Okay, so follow up. Bucks or Clippers? Who wins the championship? Got Clippers in six or seven. I'll say six. All right, Jared. Who do you got coming out of the West? I know you already said the Lakers are coming out of the West. Yeah, who pretty do you much. Have? I I got Lakers and Bucks. Um, I just like I said before, I think with the chemistry on the Lakers, he kind of. Not that it worked out for him in Cleveland when he kind of got, you know, the band back together, if you will. But, like, with Dion and JR, uh, just like people he's played with for a long time, um, I think they can really get the ball moving and get past the Clippers. Um, but that, you know, it's like a seven-series game for me, like really tight. Um, but I see him beating them. And then with the Bucks, I can see them. You know, a sleeper team over there is just Toronto. Like, I'm just worried about them. They can just have, like, a day of it and just blow them out of the water type thing. And we've seen it. So, yeah, those are my two. Probably, and then for the two of them, like, in the championship, I probably got Lakers in uh, six against the Bucks. All right. Jalen? Yeah, I guess I'm going to take Milwaukee Lakers. Just because, I, I don't know. I just... The way everything is, I just I feel like that's just if I have to <clears throat> to put everything I've just seen throughout, like I would just I think that's the most logical matchup that's gonna happen. So I would say I would take Lakers in six. Alright. Milwaukee. So Jared and Lions or sorry, Jared and Jalen both have the Lakers. Lions has the Clippers. So for me, in the West, I'm going to take the Clippers. 
Uh, we kind of talked uh, talked about it a whole bunch during this episode, but I think in order for the Lakers to win, AD has to be that guy. And like I just said, I just don't I don't see him being the best player on a championship team. I think Kawhi and Paul George are going to be too much for LeBron to handle. And not saying LeBron's going to put up LeBron numbers, but I just don't think the supporting cast is is that's really the X factor. Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell coming off the bench, Shamit as a shooter. Pat Beverly playing defense on whoever the Lakers want to throw out there. That team is just too deep. Marcus Morris is another body you can throw at LeBron. They're just too deep. The Lakers don't have any outside of LeBron and AD. Who's the next best player? We said Kuzma or KCP or Rondo. Yeah, it's Kuzma. And after that, it's blurry. That's what I'm saying. So I don't see – I just think it's too too deep. The Lakers will get a few games off, a couple games off them, but Clippers are too deep. So I got Clippers in six. Going to the finals. Now in the East, this this is tough. I got Toronto in six going to the finals, beating Ooh. Milwaukee. It's a hot take. No, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. No. I, think, I think Toronto beats Milwaukee if if the, if they end up meeting up in the finals because I and this is I know this is a biased thing, but I think Miami can beat Milwaukee. I'm not saying they will, but I think they can beat Milwaukee in the second round. So. But I'll just keep it as Toronto and Milwaukee in the conference finals. I'll take Toronto in six games. If you think Miami can beat them, go with Toronto, Miami, and give me a no. prediction. You know, there's no wrong answer here. No, Miami, no. like it's this is one thing. Like I'm gonna say with the bubble, like I feel like it's gonna be one of those things that like every team, well, most teams in the playoffs have a very valid chance here. And it's not like they've been playing the whole season. They played like eight games going into this, and they're about to go into the playoffs. I think realistically, it's anyone's year this year more than anyone else's. I think each conference has two favorites and a sleeper. So, like, in the West, I think it's Lakers-Clippers. I think Houston's a sleeper. In the East, I think it's Toronto-Milwaukee. And I know Boston is really, really good, but I just don't think they match up well with Milwaukee or Toronto or even Miami, for that matter. So, I think Miami would be the sleeper. I think they match up perfect with Toronto. Do you? No, they they rolled them out twice this year. They've 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 won three they've won three games versus one against Toronto this year. Maybe they match up well. I just think that series their would come biggest, down. Their biggest thing, honestly, for Toronto is they just can't win in Toronto, which isn't a problem this year. I understand. I just think I think the defensive scheme that the, the Raptors run is going to shut down stars in the playoffs. That that but defense is built. They to have, shut down stars. Boston has four guys who can get. 30 any night. But I'm not trusting them, though. Like, I don't trust Kemba's knee. I really don't. I know he's looked good so far. Don't trust it. Tatum's their guy. And I think I think Toronto's going to do what they can to take Hayward, him out of it. Hayward's been looking, like, really good. Okay, so yeah. if, I'm, if I'm relying yeah. on Hayward to get me to the finals, I'm, I'm sorry. Hayward, sure. Hayward last game looked like Utah Hayward. And Jalen Brown, you could say Jalen Brown's been their best player the whole bubble. Jalen Brown has been their best player. That's what yeah. I'm saying, and that's what I don't – I don't trust the guy. I don't – if I – in the team, I don't know who's your best player. Like, I, I don't know who it is. You know what I mean? But that, like, that's the beauty of it. Like, I mean, same thing with Toronto. Is it, is it Pascal or is it Kyle Lowry? Like, it's you know it's Pascal. But I mean, Laurie's played really good. He has, well. but it's Pascal. Right, I think right. I just think that team, that team, no, know, everybody knows their role. I don't think Boston, everybody knows their role. I, I think, think last year, I think last year taught us that everybody absolutely knows their role. I don't no, know, everybody man. knows their role, dude. There's, there's, all right, there's, there's four, there, there's the three wings, and there's, and there's Kemba, 
and then it's whoever is feeling it that night, you're feeling it. And I feel like all the other, th- every four guys, they're comfortable with the other per they like if someone, if, Tate, if it's Tatum's night or if it's Hayward's night or Kemba's night, the other three guys are comfortable with taking a back seat. You're and right. The best is they actually they don't have a guy like Marcus Morris now. Like I was watching the Clippers game the other day and like they're down by uh they were they were down like fifteen against uh Brooklyn. Kawhi's playing and I mean Kawhi Kawhi was feeling it. And Marcus Morris gets a rebound, brings the ball up, puts it between his legs three times, drives and does a fadeaway. That's Marcus Morris uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's Trust like me, think about that last year though. You got Kyrie, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Hayward on the floor. You got Marcus Morris, and Marcus Morris is doing stuff like that. They don't have a guy like that. Like I know, like even you know I what know, I'm saying. Like, you know, smart, I, get, I know exactly you know, what you're saying. But at least if Smart will Smart will throw up a brick from three, but he'll be like, "Oh shit, that was a brick." All right, I'm, I'll go get a steal. I'll get a steal. I'll get the ball back. Like, I understand everything you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just think come playoff time, you need to know who your best player is. Every single night, it's Tatum. I think everyone on the. I know that floor. we just have options we can rely on, and right. this is this is something else I want to say. I, I really think our best chance. I think we have a chance of making the finals. It's not a good chance, but I think our best chance. Like we have a bunch of scores on our team, but if we have Hayward as our facilitator, bring the ball up, he'll give us the best chance because yes. we don't have too much playmaking anywhere else. But Hayward yeah. is a very good playmaker, and yep. it might make a difference. All day, Thanks. No, I mean you're. Fair. I'm just. I would. I just would say. I would. I, to me, they're the fourth team to come out of the East. Like that would be my ranking. What? Who's the third? Miami. Oh my god. Uh, How good has that Florida weed been after you got Corona? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling he's got, you, man. He's got I, that I, guacamole in his eyes. But either way, either way, I think Toronto comes out of the East altogether. Toronto comes out of the East. Nah. Right, Toronto Clippers, and then what'd you say in the films? I got Clippers and. So Clippers win the championship in five against the Raptors. All right, me and Dan got Clips. Jalen and Jared got Lakers. So a West team's winning is basically what we're trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's no question about that. All right, so that's going to do it for this one. Um, Jared, thanks for coming on. Love to have you back again on the next, you know, podcast. Uh, You guys got anything else? Um, give me the playoffs, man. I'm I'm so ready for the playoffs. I'm ready for this to turn up. Man, aren't we all? Couple more days. A few more days. We got it. All right. Everybody take care. Everybody be safe. Let's enjoy basketball. Take care, everybody. Peace. Yeah, pleasure Good to job. be on.